my working class thoughts. So, the reason for me popping up here is I wanted to address the questions part of it. A lot of the people I sent out the questions to, they didn't feel comfortable answering it on camera. They didn't feel comfortable answering it by audio. Uh, a lot of them just didn't want to get involved in it. And the reason for that is, I'll admit it, a lot of the questions are kind of borderline U.S. political based. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm hoping to be able to cover all that within these extra bonus features that I'm doing. Uh, with that said... I'm going to go ahead and start getting into the questions. So the first one is, how do you feel about the corona? Do you think it's necessary for states to enforce mask orders? Personally, I got to say no. And the reason for that is there's enough medical data out there to show that they're conflicting. It's kind of like whenever you have a scientific experiment, right? And the results say one thing, that these other people got a different result. And these other set of people, they got a different result. And all of them are going, mine's right, mine's right, yours wrong, yours wrong. So what I'm saying is until there's solid, 100% black and white proof that the mass help, that nobody can dispute, they're not necessary. Uh, majority of us feel like it's kind of like bowing down to the Democrats. It's doing the opposite of what Donald Trump feels that you should do, which is our commander-in-chief. So, the president. A lot of us feel like he says we don't have to. The medical doctors, for the most part, say we don't have to. Medical doctors, for the most part, say there is a treatment that works. This is all turning out to be a matter of political beliefs, and that's the sad part. If it is a true epidemic, and if it is a true problem, right, why aren't the homeless people being affected or being reported about if they are? Just to, just to throw out an example, there's a lot of people that should be out there uh, doing that. There's a lot of doctors that have been blacklisted. So for majority of us, absolutely not. The masks are unnecessary until there is solid proof that you guys have that we can't argue. So, do you feel it is a real threat? Like I just said. Um, do I feel it's a real threat? Well, it, de it, it depends on your definition of a real threat. Because to me, I, like I just said, I feel like it was a new version of the flu. Nobody in the world was ready for it. And the left in America decided let's turn this into a political issue they found out how Trump feels and they wanted to do the opposite and they blew it up and I think that uh, that what they blew up is about to explode to be perfectly honest uh, do you think that all the shutdown is necessary meaning the shutdown of uh, churches schools stadiums theaters bars restaurants opting polls uh, voting poll stations um, no, and here's why. How is it that mass number of people, huge numbers of people, if you want to talk about gatherings, I saw the footage, we all did. You're talking massive numbers of people very close together like this. Nobody got sick. Everybody was okay with them gathering. As long as it's protesting, they're fine with it. But yet, you're going to tell me that it's because it's in a wide open. Well, if it's in a wide open, why is mass necessary? 
whenever we're out in the open. And furthermore, California, why is it necessary in your own house? A lot of things aren't making sense here. So do I think it's necessary? Absolutely not. Not until they give us solid proof that nobody can argue with. They have yet to do that. And the reason why we all well, we all have our suspicions of that. All right, let's move on. So how do you feel about a lot of the inmates being released due to corona overcrowding instead of giving masks? Well... Here's the thing. Personally, there's a lot of inmates I feel that are locked up for charges that they shouldn't be in there for. I know that's not the episode to talk about this on. Um, however, no, I actually didn't think it's a good idea. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna throw something out there for you. The people that's gonna go, well, Mike, why would you say that? Here's why. If you've ever been locked up, or if you ever know anybody that's locked up, then you know. There's some people that's caught up in some shitty situations that's in there. There's people that generally regret that they're in there. And then there's people that generally feel like that's home. Okay? That's their home. There's people that's locked up that will... They just find pleasure in hurting you. And why am I saying that? Because, again, the Democrats turned the inmates being released into a political agenda. To get their votes up. So, here's the result of that, though. In a lot of Democratic zones, crimes went up by 558%. Violent rates, burglaries, home evasions, shootings, black-on-black crime skyrocketed around that time period. I'm not saying the two are related. I'm just saying uh, I kind of find it coincidental. So... Now, I had to put an explanation point on this one. Like, I know this next series of questions will be uh, difficult to answer. However, we do feel it is vital to answer as truthful and generally as possible. So this is going to be fun. Okay. How do you feel about all the racial tension in America right now? Personally, I feel like it's unnecessary. I thought that is a... Like, the late 80s and 90s, majority of people realized there was some effed up people running around. There was some corrupt politicians. There was some corrupt police departments. There was some corrupt cops. There was some effed up people that thought that way, both on all nationality levels. So I actually find it very unnecessary and think it was just a political agenda. So, how do you feel about BLM, MVP, the New Black Panther Party... NFAC, Antifa, and the protesters in general. Okay, so this is where it gets interesting for me. BLM, Black Lives Matter, there is an episode in this segment I will be releasing to back up what I'm about to say. They have been operational for many years. They have always said they stand against Christians. They are pro-Islam. Somebody was just rearing up a truck. Anyways, so BLM has been around for many years. And that since the beginning, they have stood for Marxism. They have stood for socialism. They have stood for being anti-white. The founders have literally said since the beginning, off and on, that all white people should die, including the babies. Now, the New Black Panther Party, they're so radical, and I'm going to include a documentary in this just to prove my point, but they're so radical 
that the original Black Panther Party put on their website, we have nothing to do with the new Black Panther Party. They stand for nothing that we stood for. They stand for violence when we stood for unity. They stand for anarchy when we stood for um, getting people into politics. You get what I'm saying? That's how bad they are. Uh, the NFAC is a joke. There are so many clips that have come out about them. Jammed up magazine clips. Uh, guns going off whenever they're holding them. Hell, at one rally, uh, one NFAC member shot three of their own people. What a general they have, right? Antifa is nothing but Soros's, uh, George Soros' little tin soldiers. Antifa is nothing but a bunch of internet people that can't do anything unless they're in big groups of people. The only time they're good for anything is whenever they gather in large masses. And all they've done is F everything up. This is the funny part to me. I truly feel that Antifa only got big, and again, because they've been out for quite some time, but they were mainly online. You know what I mean? Um, and they did some BS stuff off and on. Um, but anyways, I think the new version of them is nothing more than funded by Soros and the left. Okay. And I think that they're doing their bidding. I think majority of them don't know what they're actually doing. They are socialist. They are not anarchists. A true anarchist would never fight for what these people are doing. Okay. Um, and Antifa has been out for years, okay? They are a very old organization. However, the new version, they can save it. They want to claim we're just like the old, we're such an old organization. No, you're not. You are completely different than the original Antifa. I'm including a lot of documentaries to prove that point because I'm so tired of running into different people that's like, no, Antifa is a good thing. No, they're not. The new Antifa is nothing like the original group. Just like the new Black Panther Party is nothing like the original group. Both groups are so off balance that the people that knew about the original groups were like, we have nothing to do with them because of how off balance they are and how they don't do nothing but cause problems. So, and the protests in general, I think are necessary. I actually think that it's a good thing. Don't get me wrong. I think very much that a lot of the attention needs to be there. And um, I can honestly say from what I have personally heard, the BLM protests were actually peaceful until guess who showed up? Antifa showed up and it went from being peaceful to being effed up. These people are nothing more than spoiled brats that are marching around burning stuff up. Most of them, I feel like, are just trying to get likes and comments on their Facebook and they like to go live stream, look what we're doing, blah, blah, blah. They're wearing shirts with people that did mass genocides. Like the shirts they're wearing, those people committed so much genocide and like killed half their country's populations. And that's what you want to stand for? No. Sorry. I have disliked Antifa for years. uh, What I'm doing here pretty soon will be the second episode I'm doing on them. Alright, anyways. So, how has all the racial tension affected your life and the close people around you? Well... Not much, actually. We kind of watch it and go, what the hell is wrong with people? You get what I'm saying? Um, Now, it has affected other areas, though. Like, I've seen family members that fight with each other over stuff that, like, they shouldn't be fighting about. You know what I mean? 
Um, that's just personally how I feel. I feel like it's a wicked thing. I feel like it has a massive wicked influence that is using it to separate homes, separate families, sever friendships. And I'm going to leave it at that. Now, would you say it resembles the 1960s racial and revolutionary movements? Personally, no. I think that they think that, but no. And I also think that a lot of the people that are, are alive that was around in the 60s that are going to these movements, they probably wish that they could have been as crazy as what these other people are. Okay? Uh, to be honest. Because back in the day, the states and the cities, they didn't tolerate this ass. They would have had the trucks and the fire hoses a lot sooner than what we saw them. They would have been dealing with it with the National Guard a lot sooner than Trump announced. So that's where I think that is. And a lot of the people in the 60s, uh, not all, I said a lot, not all, a lot, were actually extreme socialists and Marxists that went on to get careers and teaching and different things like politics. And guess what? They haven't lost what they wanted to do yet. So... Oh, and to answer previously, the 1960s was a better just cause. The Vietnam War, we shouldn't have been there. We shouldn't have been there. Raising awareness to environmental concerns, we still need to be doing that to this day. I don't know what happened. Everybody got off-kiltered or something, you know what I'm saying? Flipped around. But yeah, you should... A lot of those movements, they should still be moving strong. Okay? Straight up. Just how I feel. So how do you feel about the current political situation? Like, do I think that Trump is going to get reelected? If the Democrats keep doing what they're doing, absolutely he's going to get reelected. They're practically handing him the election. Now, the only hope that they have right now is Nancy Pelosi pulling the only string that she actually has. And I personally feel she's going to try it. And when she does, a lot of people are going to be really surprised because a lot of people don't know what I'm talking about right now. And I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to let you guys find out because she's going to try to pull it here pretty soon. So do you think that there is a massive social uh, socialist takeover attempt of the U.S. government? Hell yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. In fact, not only is there, there's video evidence of it. There's audio evidence of it, video evidence of it. We have it everywhere, man. We have Congress representatives straight up admitting it on news interviews. We have Congress representatives straight up meeting it, uh, uh, admitting it on their Twitter, field, uh, Twitter feeds and live streams. We have, uh, we have different social movements, the BLM leaders, flat out screaming it in megaphones at protests and riots. We have it all. There's so much evidence to support a socialist attempt takeover of our United States government, of the United States of America. There's so much evidence to support that right now. Uh, are the Democrats funding the protesters Antifa and BLM? I think that ultimately, if they keep investigating the money, because they say that, follow the money if you want to find the truth. I think right now the Democrats are doing everything that they can to try to stop any type of investigation into funds. And the reason why is they know that they can get tied in to the BLM funding and Antifa funding. I think they're going to do a lot of things to try to stop that. Because from what I understand, there is a, um, supposedly there is 
an investigation into the possibility of them being funded by different extreme liberal uh, Democrat Congress representatives. So how do I feel about the cancel culture? Unnecessary again. The cancel culture is like, to me, it, it, it's kind of like when you're a little kid and you're in high school. Like when you're in high school and you're like, that shit ain't cool. I don't like that. Nah, man, you ain't cool. You ain't cool. You like that? F off, man. You ain't nobody. Blah, 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 blah. You know, why can't you be about this? Why can't you like that? Why don't you like that? Why don't you like that? This is what's popular now. That's what cancel culture is. It's like the ability of people to go, oh, well, I don't like what you have to say. Cancel. Oh, well, I don't like well, I don't like that food product because I don't like that picture on it. Canceled. Well, I don't like that song that you're listening to. Canceled. I don't like that movie that idea that you're pitching. Canceled. That's what cancel culture is. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. So how do I feel about Joe Biden? I think Joe Biden back in the day was completely polar opposite of what he is now. And I find that amusing. However, I do feel that he is mentally falling apart right now. I think that <laughs> there's so much evidence showing that. And I also think that's why he chose who he chose for his VP. If you notice already in the uh, TV appearances that they have given, she is standing like looking right at him. But here's something to notice. Have you ever noticed that when Joe was giving speeches, he would motion slightly off to the side, right? I think that's when he was signaling people, I need to end this interview. He knows he's falling apart. I think he was placed in as a fall guy, as a potsy. I think that's why they chose who they chose for the VP. Okay? I think it was all planned. I think it's all being orchestrated. I think Joe is planning on uh, trying to win the election. I think he's going to stay there for a minute. And then I think that something's going to happen medically to where he can't do the job. She's going to step in. And then the person that they originally wanted is going to step in as the other person. That's kind of like what I feel like is going to happen. But I really think that Nancy knows what she knows. And I think that Joe's kind of like the fall guy. You know what I mean? I think they chose the VP that they did so that Nancy can smooth in there too. So I think this is all planned. I think it's going to be really interesting how this turns out. Because a lot of people aren't remembering how... Uh, aren't remembering how... Nancy has even hit it. You know what I mean? I'm not concerned one bit about if Trump wins. Hold on one second, please. Ugh, that song had to go, y'all. Oy. Anyways, hold on one second. All right, anyways. Um, You know what I mean? Like, he's just falling apart. I really do think that's what's going on, okay? So here's the thing. There is a law that states that Nancy could possibly step in to be president. She's next in line. So I think this is all a plan by the Democrats. I don't picture Joe doing more than maybe a month of anything presidential if he does win. Before the VP goes, well, I got to step in. Kind of going. All right, so anyways. Is he fit to be president, meaning his mental status currently? I think we just covered that. He's falling apart. He is falling apart. Everybody remember the shave legs thing? Um, is it wrong for Joe Biden to quote Marxist communist leaders during his speech? You're dang right it's wrong. This is America. 
There's people that come from those Marxist communist countries that you're quoting their leaders. They don't even want to hear you saying it. So yeah, it's wrong. Is it wrong for Joe Biden to tell African Americans there's they're not black if they don't vote for him? Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's wrong. Um, I mean, like, the audacity of somebody to actually say that, right? I remember what my wife's reaction was. She was like, oh, I'm not? <laughs> and it was like her and a bunch of other people I know, especially in her family, they were all cracking up. Like, oh, we're not all of a sudden, you know? Move it on. How do I feel about Donald Trump? Is he fit to be president? Right now, I think he's the most fit out of everybody we have in the bracket. He's honestly done a lot more than what people are giving him credit for. Has he said some effed up stuff? Yeah. Could he have said it way better? Absolutely. Should he have? Yeah. Should he have maybe said it a little bit different? Absolutely. But I think overall, yeah, he's fit to be president. Has he done a good job as the president so far? Yeah. <clears throat> think about this for a second. Before the Democrats got panicked, it went berserk. Um, we actually have one of the best job growth rates, uh, growth rates for minorities in America, as well as everybody else. So the economy can recover. That's why this all happened. Uh, AOC said last November in an interview that if the Democrats, when she was asked, do you guys, is there a plan to bring down the United States economy? And she said, there's no plan to, but if it happens, we are absolutely ecstatic and willing to do whatever it takes to achieve our new former government. That's what she said. I will never forget it because that's when I started paying a lot more attention. All right. Hold on one second. Has he focused on Corona enough? I think he's tried. I think he has tried to focus on COVID enough. I think the Democrats have stopped him and the media has stopped him every chance that they have gotten to F up something he has said about it. And I think it has irritated him to the point to where sometimes he has said something a little bit wrong. And I think that's out of frustration. But overall, yes, I do think that he's handling it quite well. Um, has he focused on racial tension enough? I think so, man. I think that... I think that he's trying to again you got to remember something let's think back on it before donald j trump was president of the united states how many of these same celebrities shook hands with them did photo ops with them smiled with them wanted to do business deals with them pitched business ideas with them got suggestions from them he becomes president of the united states and he's like the leopard all of a sudden get my drift they switched up all of a sudden so yeah, I could definitely say that he's trying to. So how do I feel about the U.S. Congress representative saying this is about the fall of the United States capitalism as we know it? This was said by three different United States Congress representatives. And yes, it will be in this episode. <coughs> and um, how do I feel about it? It angered me as an American. It made me wish that... Our Delta troops, our Marines, our SEALs, our Air Force One could walk into their homes and pull an Osama Bin Laden on them. 
moving on. Well, okay, let me explain that. Um, pull on Osama bin Laden on them, meaning get their asses in the middle of the night and they just vanish. Anyways, so are politicians turning against Christians more on an official level, meaning all politicians and world leaders? Absolutely, I think there's enough evidence to show that. This is the first time in my life I have ever seen United States politicians going against Christianity. The first. The first time. So, yeah, I can say I was a little bit turned around by that. I was like, wow, okay, hold up. They're really not allowing this? They're really coming against them? Wow. So, yeah, I do think there's enough evidence to support that. And I think we're going to see a lot more of it coming out very soon. Do you feel the end of the world is coming soon? And are we at the beginning stages of it? Yes. Even before I got saved and accepted Christ as my Savior, I still thought we are close to the end of the world. The difference between myself and other people that used to practice uh, what I used to practice, um, a lot of them felt like they were their own gods. Not me. I was a theistic. So um, there's enough dogma out there, both in the occult world uh, and um, Islam and Christianity to support what I'm saying here. Not just that, there's enough environmental data out there to support what I'm saying right now. So when you add all that together, absolutely, I think we're at the beginning stages of it. My advice is if you don't have uh, something that you believe in, I would suggest that you find something pretty quick. Um, is there, there is global tension even more due to the global economy being affected by the corona, such as nuclear and biological attacks, nations breaking treaties as well as attacking other countries or i.e. provoking them. Would you say that world leaders are showing enough attention to it? No. Absolutely not. The amount of people that have been killed in China for the past month straight has not been reported really at all by any major cable news story. So do I think they're paying enough attention to it? You're absolutely wrong on that one. No, they're not. Uh, the only way the news are focusing on anything nowadays, it seems like, is if somehow it can mess Trump up. If Trump can get tied into the decision somehow, then yeah, they're all over that like right on rice. But overall, no, I wouldn't say that world leaders... Um, are showing enough attention to it at all. So how do you, how do I feel about the defund the police movement? <laughs> Hold on. You say what you are, like you said something to birds flying over there. I personally <laughs> now, the defund the police movement is stupid and it's a part of their socialist attempt takeover one of the things that has to go is the local law enforcement and the socialist takeover they have to get rid of that before they get full power that's what they're trying to do I think so do I think it's necessary? No, I think it's actually very stupid. The fact that crime has went up by 668%, 558%, skyrocketing. The fact that a lot of these democratic zones in actuality looks like a third world country now. 
um, shows the fact that it was a stupid move and it still is a stupid move. And anybody that thinks that is a moron, in my opinion. You know, even when I was doing crime and I was doing stupid stuff, I knew there was a rule amongst criminals. It was called when you're doing a job, if you're not fucking trained enough or careful enough, the police might show up. And when they show up, something bad might happen. That was just part of the fucking game. Okay? And I'm going to leave it at that. Sorry. It, it gets me routed because I'm like, it's so stupid. But anyways. How the Democrats failed their districts with the massive surge of crime in their districts. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I grew up in Democratic zones. Uh, I mainly grew up in California myself, in Northern California, which is some of the most liberal cities in America. San Francisco. Sacramento. Um, well, not all of Sacramento, but if you're from there, you know what I'm saying. Um, Tahoe, Shasta, you know what I mean? But have they failed those districts? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they have. They failed their community in so many ways. Um, you could spend hours describing it. I mean, that's just, I think, as real as you could be about it, honestly, if you want to be honest. So, do I feel like it's safe to travel to those cities anymore? No. Which is the sad part. Again, I grew up in Sacramento. You know what I'm saying? San Francisco, South Lake Tahoe, that whole area. And I wouldn't even think about going back for the next two years. And that's only if he gets reelected. So, would you say the Democrats are pushing a socialist, aka white guilt programming on the United States white or on the United States citizens before they even get power? Yes. Yes, I do. I think that they are. I think that's what this is all about: is programming. I think a lot of people are weak-minded now, and I think a lot of people are taking that pill. Are they doing it through television, social media, and radio? I think that there's enough evidence to say that they're that they are. How many pro, how many things do you see on Facebook in 25 minutes? How many things do you see on your uh, on your television in 25 minutes? How many things do you hear on the radio driving to work in 20 minutes? Would you say that every bit of this is nothing more than a crazy attempt at pushing or crazy attempts, meaning multiple, at pushing Donald Trump out of office? Yes. And I think they're going to continue. I think it's going to get worse. I think it's going to get way worse. Okay. I'm going to say that for a second. Do you think it will all vanish by January? Is the last question. Okay. Do I think that it will vanish by January? If Donald Trump gets elected again, I think that it will start to decline. And I think that the people that started it all will start to find justice. However, if Donald J. Trump does not get reelected, it will not disappear from January. In fact, it's going to get way worse. But let's really look at the election as a whole, shall we? For the past couple months, what have we seen in society as a whole? And I don't care where you're at. I don't care if you're in Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Los Angeles, Sacramento, California, San Francisco, New York City, New York, Orlando, Florida. I don't care where you are. However, however, if judging by the actions of the people that you have seen in the protest, if Donald Trump gets reelected, it's going to be chaotic in the streets and on Capitol Hill at the same time. 
if he does not get reelected. It's going to be chaos in the streets and on Capitol Hill. What I'm getting at is this is a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. But you better pick the best out of all the people that you have. I don't give an F if you like him as a person. I don't give an F if you like her as a person. I don't give an F if you like them or whatever things. Let's look at what they're about. Let's look at what they've said. Out of everybody that, that could possibly be president of the United States in 2020, out of those people, which one would you say stands for the United States, stands for the Bill of Rights, stands for the Constitution, stands for freedom of religion, stands for the law enforcement, stands for the United States military, stands for the flag, stands for all of our um, organizations, and stands for our citizens. Out of all those politicians that could possibly be president, <coughs> which one is the best choice? That's what you have to look at. For me, I know who I'm voting for. I've seen all the candidates. And, uh, I voted for the lesser out of the evil last time. I'm going to vote for the lesser out of the evil this time again. Oh, and for the record, I am not Republican. Everybody keeps saying that. Oh, I am actually consider myself a uh, libertarian conservative. So what that means is I'm a liberal conservative. And what that translates to is I go by common sense and I stand for the country. So I think I'm going to leave uh, the questions part of it at the end of it. We just accomplished that. So let's see if we can get everything back together again. Uh, we've run into some technical issues with one of my people that I interviewed uh, with the footage. So I'm going to try to reestablish that. But we're going to get this thing going. and We're going to get it going pretty fast. So. This has been Mike for Working Class Thoughts. Everybody have a great day. Peace, love, and good vibes. Mike out. Find out.